welcome to Why a Podcast, a podcast where we answer the questions you didn't think to ask or were too lazy to Google. I'm Laser, the boy. I'm Matt, the person. And I'm Keon, the manly man. Ooh, man muffin, diving muffin, cold and fly like an arctic puffin, stealing other comedians' bits. Singing it on a podcast like it's ours and we're going. Hating other rappers like a helipataki? I've been rocking this mic before electricity, you know, way back in a thousand BCE. Welcome to a podcast where we just take other people's content and just kind of fuck it up. You did it. And then we complain about it after we start the train that we put everyone on. Hey, I'm sorry. Are we pointing out my hypocrisy? I love it. Anyway, I'm Matthew Slaza, the person. Keon, who are you? I said I was the manly man. I'm the the manly, manly man. I didn't know we were allowed to change our names. And I'm the boy, which works because I am the youngest. By like a week. um, Hey, this week's topic, this week's topic is ball. Wait, it was ball? Ball. Oh, fuck. Like B-A-L-L. Okay. Oh, I looked up okay. bowl. Yeah. Same, same. I was going to bring bowling for soup. And we're not going to make a single testicle joke this entire episode. It's going to be impressive. That's I, Honestly, I'm really glad that we aren't going to be doing any topics related to testicles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me what too. was the bowling for soup song? Um, was that uh, Stacy's mom? No. <laughs> no, uh, no. It's um. Was that... Uh, uh, was that Dream On? London Bridge. Was that uh? Hmm. They did the Phineas and Ferb theme. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now That's we're being thought, serious. Yeah. All right. I thought yeah, it was you. Fall, but featuring Eminem, or This Is America, or Harder, Better, Fast, Stronger. Keep flailing, Keon, please. So let's jump right in. We're going to be asking one why question each. The others will guess the answers, and then we'll let you know why. Who'd like to begin? I'll go. I'll go first. Good man. Yeah. Go. Jumping in there, Matt. Do it. Please. Jump on in. I'm begging so you. So my question for you fellas. Yes. No. Is, all right, and we're done. Yep. Good podcast. Bye. Thanks, everyone. I'm Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, Thanks for shit. listening to Why a Podcast. Sonic? Sorry. All right. Sonic. Yeah, it's me. Matt. Matt. <laughs> Chili dogs. So my question is, why sports balls? Why sport ball? Why sport ball? Why squirtle? Why sport ball? Why squirtle? Okay. Yeah. We All can, right. So we're doing a throwback to the first episode? No. Continue uh, with the question, please. Why 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 sport ball? Okay, so Go for it, laser. Um when uh sport uh, uh <laughs> need 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 ball, we make sport ball. All right, sport Keon, ball, your turn. A trusted brand since nineteen eighty three. So I've been asking this question myself uh, to myself also because I've been watching a little bit of sport ball on the Televisor. I've been trying to get get to know the the people, the clientele in this area. So I'll go into a bar, I'll sit down, I'll look at everybody and be like, "What's good on the sport ball?" And they'll be like, "The one with the foot." I'm like, "Dope, dope. Let's let's watch it." <laughs> and when I'm watching, I'm curious. I'm I'm like, "Why do they need the ball though? They could just run around a bunch." Exactly. And then they switch the channel, and it was something called track field. Pretty good. It was a field. Nothing happened. Were there any balls? No, there weren't. That's the best part. See, this is what I mean. Oh, okay. There was no sport ball. You, d- you don't need them. So the answer to why sport ball? Y- no. The answer is no. Don't even need them. Use your imagination. Th- thank you. People need to be more creative in this in the current geopolitical climate. Millennials are always looking at their phones, and it <sighs> takes away their imagination. They need to just use their phone as the ball. Yeah, phone ball. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we took our descent into madness... Matt, I'm I'm you know what? No need for a ball. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. No need for a ball. All right. Football. Oh shit. Handball. Oh, oh no. Fuck. Bandy ball. What? There's one that uses like the like... fuck is bandy ball? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is bandy ball? <laughs> Baseball. 
No, 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 Basketball. no, no, no. Go, go. No, 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 no. I'm hitting. The, I'm taking out my remote. I'm hitting the rewind. What the fuck are you talking about with bandy ball? Bowl, bowling ball. I'm no, go back to bandy ball. Bandy ball is a rubber ball used for playing bandy. Okay, what is bandy? I was gonna tell you. <laughs> Wait, is this actually a thing? This a team is, winter sport played on ice in which st- skaters use sticks to... Okay, it's hockey, but with a ball. It's bandy ball. That's fucking totally dumb. Totally different sport. Totally different sport. It's used in rink ball, guys. Rink ball. <laughs> it's basically when people said, we don't need no pucks, we only use balls, and they played rink ball. So if you use a cube instead of a puck, it's actually called ball, like cube mixed with ball. And then you put that in an ice rink because apparently we're making up na- different fucking sports for anything in an ice rink. I'm going to make up sport names right now. Um, Go hey, ahead. guys. Uh, you ready for some uh, Tringle Ball? Tringle Ball? <laughs> yeah. Dude, Do my, tell, my laser. Cousin, my cousin, was go- uh, he was in the Tringle Ball uh, team in high mm-hmm. school. He was and in he, it? Oh, man. He broke every limb in his body. Good. In the first three minutes. That's how you play, right? Oh yeah, he won. He got the he caught the snitch. I mean, have you ever played Tringle Ball and not broken every bone in your body? Yeah, he's um he's president now. Uh oh. Not ours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my actual point was before I got derailed, um, why sports ball and I'm gonna answer a very specific question as to sports ball kind of originates back with soccer. Why do we have balls in sports, and how did that originate? Well, let me tell you. Soccer, I barely know her. Uh, Right? I heard you laugh. I heard that little laugh. I fucking heard it. Like I'm I'm going to spend $5 on socks for her? (laughs) Go on. So early, early on in the history of the histories, they didn't have balls. So what did they use? These nuts. (laughs) <laughs> there's the testicle joke got him you Keon got him you're off Keon. the podcast got, well, goodbye we lost laser to Elon Musk 420 blaze it and now we have Keon 420 here. laze it shut 420 up. laze <laughs> are we gonna bring up Elon Musk and my my innate quarrel with him every episode he smoked no but it is really funny that you said you were gonna become Elon Musk and leave the podcast I love that joke you guys see the meme where he smokes the dube I did. It's a good meme. It's pretty spicy. I did tweet the, uh, I killed him, I ate him, I am Elon Musk now. And I did get five uh, five likes, which means I'm I'm moving my way up. Hell yeah. I only got one like on uh, Fushigi Kegel Balls, but I'm working my way up. <laughs> you should try Bandy Balls. Oh, much God. Better. That's right. I'm changing. I'm making another status Fushigi Bandy Balls. Matt, what was the first ball? So South American Indians were known to use a light elasticized ball. But before that, before rubber, which was manufactured actually fairly recently, I don't know if you guys knew that, in the 1800s by Charles Goodyear, maybe you've heard of him. Oh, um, is it the Michelin Man? That's <laughs> yes, that's the <laughs> that's the Stay Puffed guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Job of the Hut? You know what? The ball was created. They kicked around fucking skulls and they put animal skins Whoa. over it, and that Yo. was the original no, no, no. balls. And now Back we're up. done. Fuck you. Back up about the skull. Go back up, buddy. I boy. will use your skull hey, as buddy. a bandy ball if you're not careful, Keon. Let's not write checks or ask in cash, my man. I just want to say I saw the road to El Dorado, mm. and and they used an armadillo. So it just sounds like bullshit to me. It's all I'm saying. I mean, you can do whatever you want. You can believe me. You cannot believe me. But going all the way back to the Han dynasties, all the way back to e- even a little bit med- medieval times, like the Greeks and Romans, and further after. 
you, they'd kick a skull in the village square. Mm, okay, you you gave me a little bit more. You gave me a little taste. Let's let's keep going. The village square. What the fuck are you talking about? About kicking a skull around? Where? What the fuck? I I mean, instead of a ball, they didn't have a ball. They took a, a skull. The the podcast is called Why. It's called Why a Pod. <laughs> Tell me why. I don't know this why they happened. used skulls Christ. other than it was the most convenient round shape. I I I think I think we honestly humanity. Hasn't tried kicking cubes around enough. You know what? He's right. Okay, I'm going to break the fucking fourth <laughs> wall. I sent Matt this fucking article, and he's not reading the one part that I thought was interesting. Are you okay right now? You you had one part that you found interesting? Okay, fuck you. I'm reading it. Okay, so apparently there was, in pre-medieval legend, there was an entire town that would kick a skull around in, into the nearby village square, but the other rivaling village would turn around and try to block them from kicking it into the square and try to kick the ball backwards towards the other village square, basically playing medieval fucking soccer without thinking about I mean, it. How fucking hard was that, Matt? How, Matt, how, how hard was Matt, no, no, no. On a scale of one to go fuck yourself, how hard was that? I heard that's how the Persian Gulf War started. Okay, well, that... Was very interesting. <laughs> was it? Was it interesting? I I I uh, I plead. The I think Keon Keon definitively was so upset. I didn't share two sentences out of the article he sent me. They were the two. I'm sorry. That's like oh my god. That's like going to see a Star Wars movie and then being like, you know what? Uh, we remade A New Hope with no lightsabers. Like go fuck yourself. Like come I on. I don't know. That's the best I think, part. I think you're a little bit biased. I think the key part of the story is that. We, as a people, thought it was okay to kick around skulls because we didn't have anything better to kick. Matt, really quick, how how upset would you be if a if a Star Wars movie came out and they had they had everything? The entire movie was finished, but they forgot to chroma key like they forgot to key out the lightsaber, so they're just holding like green sticks that need to like have the lightsaber asset put on them. That's it. Like the literally none of the sound design is there for the lightsabers. Everything that had to do with the lightsaber didn't happen. So you're sitting there watching the movie and you just hear like with their mouth they're going like and the entire rest of the movie is all production value but that one moment. What would you do? For a second I thought you left the call. Yeah, Sam. <laughs> I thought you just leave the call. Was I was trying to reach casually to open and close my door as if I just walked out. But it didn't happen. Mm, so in post, bad. Keon's gonna put a door open, close sound. Yeah, I'm not. So laser, your topic. All right. Uh, I just want to say first off, can you imagine what an honor it would be to be the very first person to have your to be the ball? You know, I mean that would be just like the, their ancestors could put them up. Someone the out there was the first ball, which is insane <laughs> to me. <laughs> someone was orbiting around first. Imagine if you're up in the by the pearly gates and someone walks up and being like, "Hey, you recognize me?" And he goes, you're like, "No, why?" He's like, "I was the first ball." He like, "Wait, you invented the first ball?" No, no, no. I no, no, no. was the first ball. Imagine like was the guy me. who was the first ball, Mario and uh, Goodyear are chatting in heaven, and for whatever reason. Matt decided not to chroma key their lightsabers. I mean, that would be fucked up, right? That'd be fucked <laughs> like, up, yeah. That would be really fucked up. Now, this is the next topic. Yeah, so, now yippee. it's funny. Did you guys stick to that 10 minutes of us arguing for no reason? Because now this we're at laser topic. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. I always do hey, this Bell. to introduce my why thing to get y'all to shut up. Hey, guys. Why <laughs> is canning called canning? Um, Canning? Because you put the balls in the can tennis balls and then you take those out you cut them in half you light them on fire you put them 
as a stick, and then you fight with them, otherwise known as the origin of lightsabers. Holy shit. It all, it all right comes now. together. That's me golf clapping for your callback. It was beautiful. I'm I'm in tears right now. Matt, thank, you're thank you. You're a joy. You're a joy to have around. Uh-huh. I appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. Keon. So so canning ball. Canning or whatever. Why canning, is canning ball. Canning? All right. Bandy ball. Wait, is it canning or canon? Canning. C A N N I N G. It's not Nikon. Little cancer, you and me. But that's the thing. It doesn't even matter because they both come from the same place. Uh, when people were first coming up with uh, what what to put in a cannon, they're like, we could put a person, we could put some, we could put uh, some cans, some cantaloupe, a bunch of other things, things that look like balls. Oh wait, we'll use an, we'll use this ball, put it in this cannon. They called it canning. If you've ever been on a ship and like loaded a ball, like been on one of those pirate cruises, mm-hmm. they call they say, "Hey, we're gonna canning. We're gonna be canning this cannon." And you're like, "What are you talking?" About? And then they put the ball in there, and that's the that's the origin of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. My, Johnny Depp, professional canning. My favorite part of uh, taking uh, pirate cruise is when we load real cannonballs into the cannons and take down other ships. Yeah, Somalia. Yeah. My, oh. <laughs> Somalian pirate cruises. <laughs> it's crazy how those like, actually, still happen. A friend you know? of mine actually, he got, when he got married, like he at their wedding, they said uh, like his favorite thing growing up was pirates. So I went up to him during the reception, was just like, "Hey, I don't, I don't want to like ruffle any feathers for what you're going to do for your honeymoon, but I have two tickets to Somalia if you want to go." It's <laughs> <laughs> fucked up. Oh, it's so bad. Uh, it's really bad. Uh, I think we just found the line we're willing to go to for humor on this podcast. It's just shy of that. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> so like laser. above it, like that was okay. Yeah, just barely yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely. So um, can- let's talk about what canning is first off. Canning is a method of preserving food in which the food contents are processed and sealed in an airtight container. If you go to your pantry, I imagine you probably have some cans in it. Nope. Me either. Oh. Wow. Well, um, yep. I, I sent them to Somalia. What? <laughs> yeah, I, I I have bad news. They may have not made it all the way there. What are you talking about? They were. Oh, no. Oh, the pirates. pirates. The pirates. Yeah. You know how much they love canned peaches, man. Scurvy's a bitch. So canning uh, provides a shelf life typically ranging from one to five years. Um, but under some circumstances, it can be longer. Um, freeze-dried like lentils, like uh, canned dried lentils, can last as long as 30 years in an edible state. Um, in 1974, they found canned food on the wreck of a steamboat from 1865 and found canned food that, although the smell and vitamin content had deteriorated, there was still no microbial growth and you were able to eat it 109 Whoa. years later. Whoa. Fucking nuts, right? So, what the fuck does this have to do with balls? Well, the cool thing I'm is waiting. that you can do home canning or bottling at home, which has also been colloquially known as putting up or processing. So you can okay. preserve, preserve foods like fruits, vegetables, and meats, or like jams. Hey, mm-hmm. bringing it back to jam because you can prevent botulism by doing it right. <laughs> Come um, on and slam. Yeah. And we're talking about jam. Come on and slam. And don't get botulism. So Space you heat jam. the jars to kill the organisms inside, like botulism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um which by the way you should cook at about 121 degrees celsius for three minutes um as that will help uh kill it's called a botulinum cook interesting yeah so um i know uh you're wondering uh why we're talking about this on a ball episode well let's talk about mason type canning jars uh, uh i guessed it because so their proud. ball is the brand 
Fuck off. Yeah. Can I tell you something, Laser? Huh? The reason that I guessed this early is because mm-hmm. I was this close to doing your exact topic. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's insane how close I was. I was going to do that, then Keon suggested this soccer ball thing, and I said, yeah, my topic's stupid, and then I didn't do it, and then your thing is the topic, so that's good so for you. You're, so you're saying my topic is stupid? No, I just was nervous because you usually do things with food and I don't usually do things with food. And I oh, I, I actually didn't notice that trend. So anyway, the reason <laughs> we use mason type canning jars is there is uh, mostly is a decreased rate of breakage as opposed to glass jars like uh, mayonnaise jars because there are glass ones apparently. Um, salad dressing jars, spaghetti sauce jars. They're not intended for canning. They're more likely to break, partially because um, scraping things uh, on the inside, like with a knife that you use to get mayonnaise out, can actually, you know, if they're not meant for canning, can be enough to compromise it. Uh, little factoid that I just learned is that mason jars are available in as much as little as a half pint and as big as a half gallon size. Whoa. Yeah, I've been really tempted several times to get a half gallon mason jar just because it'd be hilarious. That's a lot of peaches. You know, you know, yes, like bars that serve their drinks in mason jars. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, just imagine, like, a half gallon <laughs> mason jar a, just coming up and be like, "Margarita Mondays." It's like just a. It's happy hour, and it's time to get fucking lit. That's a it's lot of twenty-five dollar yeah. half gallon margarita Mondays. That's that's the move. So yeah, the main reason we use mason jars is that it is, um, it's the breakage mostly. Um, so now here's the thing. Uh, we asked a question earlier and it's, why is it called canning when it's in a jar? Because they fired out of a cannon, Johnny Depp, Somalia. Well, the reason is because commercial, commercial canning took place in tin plate canisters, which, uh, was what started after we started canning things. It was in these tin plate canisters, uh, because it was easier, less expensive and safer to preserve the food. Soon the word canister was shortened to can, and canning became a common term for commercial food preservation. Huh. Wow. You learn. You learn. Yeah. And now you know. And now you know. And but now I, but oh, shit. Keon's <laughs> turn to say the fucking thing that we need to answer. Do it, Keon. I love you. So, guys. So, guys. <laughs> I love you, too, So, laser. guys. I, I said Keon, but okay. I only love you, Laser. Okay. Why are 3D balls made of triangles? Well, you see, uh, now what what I want to talk about is first the different types of triangles because <laughs> there is the acute triangle, there mm-hmm. is an obtuse yeah, triangle, and there is mm-hmm. uh, there is the um, right angle triangle, and that okay, this is what pisses me off because there's a scaling triangle, right? And yeah, a scaling yeah. triangle oh, has all God. different sides and all different uh, angles. And I showed someone a scaling triangle that had a right angle. And they're like, that's not a scaling triangle. That's a right triangle. And I'm like, you fucking idiot. You fucking moron. There are two classifications of triangles. There is the classification by the angles and the classifications by the like the equality between the angles Mm -hmm. yeah you fucking moron sorry that is my personal little rant so um no uh, you're on on scaling triangle is uh what comprises of most balls because balls are actually little chaotic orbs that have to be comprised entirely of different scaling triangles to truly every single actually possible known combination (laughs) of uh of scaling triangle so it has, you know, every every variety of angle possible, and they all add together perfectly somehow to make the perfect sphere. 
I'm sorry. I, I fell asleep. What do you say? All right. So what's <laughs> fucks me up is that there are two classrooms. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Keon, please, please. Matt, no, no, no. You need to tell me. You need to tell oh, me well, why just 3D usually, balls are made of triangles. Yeah, usually you repose the question for each person, but I'm ready. I'm ready. So here's Okay, the okay. So Matt, Matt. Yes, go why ahead, Why are sir. 3D balls made of go fuck yourself? So when I was a child, yeah. um, I made 3D balls. Mm-hmm. My dad would always tell me, son, why do you make all these 3D balls? They're amazing. I love them. Could you make some more? And I said, sure, but I have to use triangles to make them. Is that okay? He said, yes, as long as they're scaling triangles. I said, but they're all right angles. He said, that's okay. Motherfucker. <laughs> and that's how you I made my there. 3D balls. You got to the joke. It was good. It was good. I... I... I was peeling away the layers, getting to the juicy center of that ogre, and you got it. I thought you were going to say, uh, my father said, would you be the savior of the broken, the leader? The, <laughs> the leader of, of, yeah, so anyway. We really like other okay. content this episode. Continue, Keon. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So um, when you're, so the, the reason I made the ball, like, definition be a 3D ball is because what I'm talking about is 3D modeling. So the balls that are created when you're 3D modeling a ball or... 3D modeling anything in 3D space, when you look at it, like if you look at a video game, the video games that were made in around the 90s, if you look, they all have, they're called low poly, which means that they don't really have too many edges on them. If you mm -hmm. look at the early Mario from Nintendo 64 or anything on Nintendo 64, as well as any a lot of things on the PlayStation 1, you'll see that they have a bunch of these big pol polygonal layers on them. That's because they're made of what are called tries. Tries are little triangles. The way that you make a 3D model is that you line up all of these triangles and connect them to create a 3D shape. Now, you can either use tries or quads. Most people use tries. Quads are basically squares instead of triangles. The main difference is that it depends on your shape because triangles give a little bit more accuracy, but squares can work better for different objects. Depends on the object. The reason I bring up all of this is because when you are the, the circle or the sphere, is or the ball like we're talking about is the most complicated object to 3d model in in itself because it is supposed to be perfectly round now trying to make something perfectly round in any case is always incredibly hard because you need to have you need to make sure that it is completely smooth now every single 3d model you will see in any video game including video games that exist now are still made of tries so if you look really close at that smooth skin on that video game character that's in the new Spider-Man game, you will see that there's the outer part of their body is still made up of tiny triangles. Now the My balls mind is blown. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so good. So when you see any video game character that's made now, they're just a high polygon cat account. So all those triangles are very very small in comparison to the bigger triangles that are made before, that were made in the 90s. Now, yeah, because they were simpler models, right? Exactly. Yep, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the YouTuber. This one YouTuber has a really, really good series where he explores character models from beginning to now. So he'll take every single Mario character model that existed from the 90s to now and line them up and show you how many uh, triangles they had, how many the polygon count, and then he'll show you how they were animated, how they stretched those polygons to make it look realistic, like their their movement. That's really so interesting cool. Stuff. Wow, if you knew the name of that, we could share it with our listeners. The The premise of this question implies that spheres in the real non-simulated world, or so we think, uh, is not made of triangles. And the thing is, every single thing ever is made of triangles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 
Scaling triangles. That's, that's the thing is that the entire world is a simulation. Like our fourth dimensional minds can't even grasp at what the fourth dimension is. So we have to come down. We have to dumb it down for our dumb idiot minds and come down to the third dimension where everything's a simulation made up of triangles. Well, you know, I'm okay with a simulation as long as I'm getting stimulation. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> Speaking of stimulation, more mental stimulation for you. I just wanted to say is that uh, you can make anything out of triangles, like any shape. You just need to have a bunch of them. So you can, instead of using quads or the squares, you can use the triangles. You just need two triangles to make up one quad. Now, the reason I bring it up for balls is because for the sphere to be perfectly round, you need to use pi. You need to use the number pi to do that calculation. The number pi hasn't been calculated all the way out yet. It's so huge that we still can't use it correctly. We can't use it to do any form of calculation right now unless we round it out. Don't some people approximate it as 22 divided by 7, which obviously isn't correct, but like gets yeah. you pretty close? If you get to like 10, like the 10 digits out, like after the decimal point, you're more or less More safe. or less negligible for that level of calculation, yeah. Depends yeah. on how big what you're doing is too. Mm -hmm. But to get around that, they use the triangles. And you can see there are uh, actually if you look it up as like polygon count or if you look up tries or the file format that 3D models come in, which is called the standard tessellation language, tessellation meaning triangle or standard triangle language, STL files, they're all made of triangles or they're all made of tries. If you look up one for a ball, you can look at different ones that are of different quality. The lowest quality ones will have a lot of triangles, so you can definitely see them. The highest quality one will look near perfect. It'll look completely round because it's made of like a bajillion uh, triangles. If you're using right now a Windows 10 computer, you can open up uh, literally every every single Windows 10 computer has this. You need to use it. Listener right now, if you have a Windows 10 machine, please just go right now into your search bar and like where you look up your applications and type in 3D Builder. It came with your computer. Holy shit. Yes, isn't it? Oh, it's so good. You open it up and it will, it's a 3D modeling software. It's completely free. And it's so good if you have like a messed up 3D modeling file, throw it in there, it'll fix it for you so that you can 3D Scope print that with it. shit, dude. Wow, fuck. It's so good. Yeah, you, right? Oh man, I'm making a, a, a mold so I can, I can 3D print a mold so I can make my own dildos. That's genius. Wow. Okay, the fucked up part is you, you're you not even, he's not even lying. He could do you it. You can totally, like, right now do that. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'm already printing seconds. it. Uh, I'm pouring the molten silicone, and, oh, wow, man, <laughs> they don't even make them that big commercially. All right, so anyway, I just want to bring up, because I, I knew it would have to come up on this podcast eventually, and I figure we're talking about triangles, so let's just do it now. I made a meme once. <laughs> oh yeah i made a meme are you once. really you're I, actually gonna call it out i thought you were just I'm gonna so happy. The no no I, i'm just gonna call it because honestly people have gotten a good enough idea of me on this podcast that it won't come up as enough of a surprise unfortunately <laughs> um but if you look it up it's on uh it's on know your meme and it's called ah the scaling triangle and it's oh, this, yeah it is the stupidest <laughs> shit you'll ever hear in your life i was on tumblr and i was just bullshitting with a friend and we're like hey i'm gonna make a video where i moan about a triangle <laughs> and it got so fucking popular and people tormented me about it for years it's and i really funny. i still have followers on tumblr because of it for some reason like i i just i had to get it out there you'll listen to it you'll be like what the fuck and just know i was 14 <laughs> It's legitimately hilarious. Yeah. So anyway, I just had to get it out there so I never have to bring it up again. So 
Well done. <laughs> Here's our segment called Why Not, where one of us chooses a why not question for us to debate, and it's going to be me. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, pal. Hello. Why not sports? How you doing? Oh, oh hey. good point. Yeah. Dang. Because sports are annoying and competitive, and sometimes you just don't want to take the time to follow them. I'll be yeah, the negative they... on this one, even though I like sports. Oh, okay. Uh, they got people in them, and I don't like people. Oh. True. I'll... So um, are you going to be the, the neutral then, Keon? No, we're both negative. Yeah, and I'll be neutral. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll be positive by default then. I was going to let you guys go first, but I was hoping to get negative. But I can I can spin it positive. Here, um, why don't I, mean, I, I go... I can be positive if you want to be neutral. Yeah, no, no, no. I'll no. be positive. I, I, I'll be positive. Be negative. Okie dokie. I'll be positive. So, uh, sports, um, genuinely... <laughs> <what>? <laughs> so, uh, quotation marks... <laughs> Sports. Sports. <laughs> no, sports, it encourages a uh, competitive atmosphere that is uh, very important for the development of children, uh, physical education, everything. It encourages teamwork and critical thinking skills, as well as quick thinking. And it allows, uh, it, it limbers up your body. It encourages building strength. And in the professional world, it gives us something to channel a lot of our uh, desire to be a part of a team, to be a part of, you know, we. Uh, it, it allows us to identify with something. Thing. Some people identify incredibly strongly with uh, so, so many things about sports. You know, they they make friends through it. They throw parties. It is a huge social thing that if we didn't have that, what would it all be? Theater? Like, come on. <laughs> Fuck theater. So um, it is it is genuinely like uh, a rather useful social construct when it's not toxic, which you guys will get to. Um, but, <laughs> but it is it is genuinely an important part of society and since we are kicking a skull around people are getting together moving their bodies and having fun which especially back in skull ball days were something you didn't really have rampant. the luxury of yeah. so it was rampant to have fun with a skull we all knew this so yeah it's it's a it's a very important social construct all right uh keon do you want to rock the neg the neutral or do you want me to go to negative um, well, the good and bad about sports ball is that good, you're getting some exercise, which is always nice, and you're also working with people. The bad, you're also working with people, and people are terrible. <laughs> um, well, legitimately, so, okay, that was a joke answer. Um, the legitimate reasons, the positives are very vast, and the main things being, like, connecting with other people. Even if you're just watching sports, the fact that you're watching it immediately makes a connection with whoever's around. Immediately. Like, if a, if a a goal is scored or anything like that a point is made any of that kind of stuff immediately there are people that are excited and people that are not so excited but regardless there is energy and that's always cool uh as well as if you're playing you also have that camaraderie with people the more you exercise and if you're exercising in the vicinity of people the more energy you're putting out in your body the closer you feel with people it's been uh clinically shown that like there was a psychology experiment where people were up on a bridge like a rickety bridge and they were to talk to someone and then they had the same co they had a test group that would be on the ground on solid ground talking to the same people and they found that the people that were up on the bridge would feel closer to the person they were talking to because they were like their heart was racing because they were putting themselves out there and causing themselves to like have energy produced yeah it's more of an experience shared experience kind of thing same thing with sports when you're when you're doing that you feel closer to the people that you're uh competing with as well as like legitimately there is the camaraderie you feel in sports now big big negative is the fact that there can be a lot of very bad injuries for the rest of your life that come out of sports there are concussions when it comes to football there are other things that come with uh, legitimately you're just 
you push yourself so hard, which is good, but unfortunately it's not in a controlled environment. So you can, it can lead to a lot of issues. A friend of mine was doing, I think it was like jujitsu or taekwondo, one or the other, and they were just sparring and it wasn't actual sparring, sparring. It was just like kicking the pad to practice. And the person that was holding it held the pad wrong and they overextended their leg. And now they, and they like tore their ACL and that's just a problem for the rest of their lives now. And it was like such a low, stakes thing and now it's like an issue for like, forever it's just that when you are doing a sport that can always happen they tore their animal crossing leaf it's not a new leaf now but it's not an old leaf i'm so fucking happy that you're just the acronym guy <laughs> so good. it's me it's the dude i am it's very good but yeah so that's my opinion on like the positive and negative all right um you got a lot of my negatives but i'll toss in a couple more um Mm-hmm. while sports brings people together and it's a shared experience. Um, and I, I will admit that sports does bring people together on such a massive scale and in so many different ways that nothing else can, that it is a positive mm-hmm. influence in those ways. Um, the negative influence is it can breed a really nasty atmosphere for people who are playing sports. It can breed competitiveness that leads to violence. Sometimes it can lead to people that you know use the sport as a way to kind of become popular to do this or to do that and then that leads them to make really bad decisions or bad decisions for their long-term health like you were talking about i mean i had a friend who played soccer Mm -hmm. just in high school and he got enough concussions that he had to stop playing you know oh my god it's there's there are a lot of things that are like scary or bad about sports and there are a lot of good things it's like i feel like any form of entertainment uh, the only difference is this one is so physical that there it adds all those cons, you know. Mm-hmm. So I I would say we're we're pretty much slightly above neutral on I, sports. I want to say I'm surprised no one brought up rioting. Oh yeah, well, oh, I mean God. like as well fan as base rioting, taking a knee apparently. Yeah, I yeah. mean remember there was like hockey game rioting, like just a team lost and people were fucking burning cars or like the Eagles celebrating burning cars. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird how much that goes along with like, you feel this camaraderie and energy that come with sports that then you have no, like if you're just in the stands, everything that's happening increases your heart rate. So you're more susceptible to doing to emotions, to being connected to the people in the audience as well as angry to the other team or the other like the other out, the out group yeah you know? but i'm still gonna yeah. say uh it sounds like we're all kind of just a little above neutral yeah i think 10 like yeah. a 10 degree angle above neutral maybe 15 i'd probably no I'd, I'd probably be pretty pro sport i'm just not a huge fan of like deregulation like the unsafe nature of certain sports uh but at the end of the day like all sports i think are really really good for human yeah. beings can you know? i stop right. kneeling now yeah <laughs> That brings us to the segment of the podcast. Wait, you're not standing? You're not standing right now, huh? What's wrong with you, you unpatriotic son of a bitch? Kian, Kian, how dare you not Kian, stand? My knee's getting sore. Can we? Can we take a just a moment? Can, can we? Kian, just do it. Let's burn our Nikes. Oh fuck! No, Kian, no. <laughs> not political. Come on. Let's take a break. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, that sounds better. <laughs> oh no. 
Thank you so much for listening to Why a Podcast. You can find Why a Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, and Neopets at Why a Podcast for all of those. Please feel free to leave us five stars and a little review on Apple Podcasts because that helps us out so, so much. You can also shoot us a question, future topic, or personal why question at whyapodcast at gmail.com. Thanks to Evan Draper for our theme song. You can find his work at Silo Digital on social media. Now, back to the show. Oh, fuck. You call that a break? Marty, we have to go back. Back to the future. Oh, shit. All right, let's go back. All right, uh, here's our segment called Why Not, where one of us chooses a why not question for us to debate. No? No. Okay. Not that far back. Okay, fine. We got to go back to the future. Lastly, we have our own personal why questions, where we go around the table and ask each other a personal why question. Who'd like to begin? Uh, I'll go first. Okay, cool. Since I'm going first this episode on on things. So I want to ask Keon a really quick question. Mm Mm-hmm. So you are known to be physically active. I dabble. You dabble a little. I dibble dabble. And I remember at one point we had a conversation Mm -hmm. where you went on and on about how much you love running and what it gives you feeling-wise. And I got to tell you, I never get that from running. So I figured I'd ask you to share with our listeners. Sure. Well, here comes another long Keon rant about his philosophy on life. So... My family, my parents have been running literally their entire lives, apparently. Like, they used to run marathons and stuff like that. So from a young age, that was kind of instilled in me that, like, running is good for you and it's healthy. Apparently, it does a number on your knees, but I've, I'm have i still trucking. So ever since I was little, my parents kind of pushed me to go running, and I always hated it. Because we live in Florida, goddammit. And the only goddamn yeah, time that I had enough time to go running as a kid was during summer fucking vacation. So it would always suck. It was the worst And my parents would always be the, they were so patient because I would bitch and moan for like a two mile run every step of the way. And they'd just be like, it's okay, just breathe and whatever. I'd be like, no, this is dumb. Hyperventilate, it was terrible. And it was just because I was a little bitch about it. As I grew up and still had the skills of like knowing how to run for a long time, as well as every year we would, without fail, go do the turkey trot in my hometown where you, well, the town adjacent to my hometown, where you would go run for six miles. And so I would regardless of if I was going slow or fast, would always do the six miles. And so through both of those, I was like, this is something that has helped me lose weight in the past. I'm going to try to keep doing it. Like, I'm going to try to make a point of doing it to stay healthy. As soon as I got on keto and was losing a little bit of weight, I started making it part of my routine. Started out doing like two miles. And then at the, like the crescendo or crux or like the climax of my working out and like weight loss career, I was doing uh, 10Ks, which is 6.2 miles every day. Fuck and so yeah. I would just, yeah. And I had a, I had a decent amount of time God on my hands. Damn. I had the mornings to myself, so I could run that hour just to myself. And I ran so, a 5K, and I was like, yeah. Right? Yeah, man. No, but that's the thing is that, like, I would start there. I would start at two or three miles. And the more I did it, the more I would want to push myself as, like, you know what would be wild? You know what? Like, if in my mind I was like, you know what? I want to take tomorrow easy. If I just run a 10K every other day or every time I go jogging, then I wouldn't feel bad about not going the next day. And so that just turned into, well, I guess I'll just do this. Like, and if I if I miss a day, it's okay. And so, and I ended up just not missing a day. I would end up actually Jesus doing half marathons if I, if I felt like it was just 12 miles or 13-ish. Jeez, dude. So the point about all that is that I realized the more I'd go jogging, the more it helped me. Dude, I am super into my phone and I do so many things to get away from it, to try to disconnect from it so I'm not like staring at it the whole time. 
you have no time to stare at your phone when you're jogging for an hour. And so going for those jogs every morning would give me the motivation no matter what, because it would, first of all, let me clear my head. I would have an hour just to think about stuff. But at the same time, your, your brain gets bored. It gets bored as shit. So it starts thinking of interesting things and going on that and you get inspiration and going farther and thinking about stuff and and solving your own problems. And it's super good. It's like a time for your brain to organize itself. And so when you get back, you have a bunch of different ideas, as well as after doing that, you get a lot of endorphins coming from your muscles and everything because they're all hurting. So your body's like, hey, we're hurting right now. Let's give let's try to pump a drug through our system so it doesn't feel as bad. It ends up pumping a decent amount of drug that makes you feel really good. So for the rest of the day, you have this kind of a, not a high, but you get this energy that goes through your body because you're feeling good. You've been working out. And on top of that, you don't feel too bad about eating like whatever you want to eat. So jogging unintentionally, just because I knew it was something good for my body and I wanted to lose weight on top of losing weight, gave me energy, made me like, let my brain get organized, gave me a good hour to just veg out and just think about myself, know I was doing something good for my body and getting a lot of energy and more motivation for the rest of the day. Super good stuff. God damn. Nice. Yeah, man. I still try to do that. Even though I have to go into my work like at 8 a.m., I wake up at like 5.30 and go for a half an hour jog, get back, take a shower, and then just fuck around on my phone for two hours. God damn. <laughs> nice. Yeah, man. It's it, it. Seriously, give it a try. Just go, and you don't even need to run for the full hour. Just put your phone down and go Go on a path for half an hour and come back. Just try it. It's great. All right. Well, fuck. So, yeah, that's my, that's my answer. So, Laser, you ready for your question? Why not? I don't know if I can match your amazingness. That's fair. Um, Laser, why soup? Why soup? Mm-hmm. Well, I think you've made the mistake of thinking I'm very passionate about soup, but I'll tell you my feelings on soup. <laughs> um well uh i i think the reason keon is bringing this up by the way is i had i delayed the beginning of this podcast being made because i was making chicken noodle soup yeah with his partner i assume taking forever yes uh, yeah that. i'm not making it with my partner i'm making it for my partner although also Aww, with my nice. partner. um yeah uh jay's jay's sick right now Oh no! Oh, I hope yeah, okay. so I was making some some chicken and quinoa soup nice. to uh, help with the old sore throat and everything. Help with the protein, Aww. so you can get it going real good. But also about soup in general, I'm actually not the biggest soup guy. To me, like soup is a because because I don't we don't do homemade soup too much in my household, and the, uh, the canned soup is hmm. only so good. Yeah. So even when the options available, I find myself preferring solid food, as I find it makes me feel full for more long. That's fair. It's full for more long. For yeah, long, I wasn't going to call on that, but <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> more long. Uh, for the record, well, what... I fucking love soup. So, well, it was just, my yeah. why personal. Question, oh, I know. I'm just. So. Well, let me. Saying. Yeah, no, no. Let it's me cool. swerve. Hey, Matt, why soup? No, fuck you. Wait, wait, laser. Let's swerve a little bit. What's your favorite type of soup and why? My favorite kind of soup. You know what? That's actually really difficult. Um, yeah, I, I'd have to say. He, here's what's up. I grew up with a lot of clam chowder. Uh, oh, but I don't man. like really? cheddar that much. So damn it, me either. That's it's fucking story. gross. What I like is a broccoli cheddar in a bread bowl so because good. after Yo. the sides of the bread bowl are just like soaked in that good bro- cheddar broccoli soup. Like, oh my god, that's so good. so good. So Matt, I'm ready. Yes. Why do you do so many good things for so many people? Like Aww. I genuinely want like a, a a philosophy in life or like an actual like answer like you genuinely go out of your way to help people and I'm I'm it's so much and I'm curious as to what maybe drives you to do that. Hell yeah, 
Uh, um, I I mean, like the quintessential answer answer of like that's how I was raised or whatever. But I don't know. I like seeing people happy. I like people not having to deal with the things that bother me. So I try to prevent that as much as possible. Like when I'm working, even. You know, I'm like, okay, can I solve this myself? Do I have to bother the other people? And then when that answer is like, yes, then absolutely, I'll bother other people. You know, but like, I don't like being bothered. I don't like being interrupted. I don't like when I have to do something I don't want to do. I don't like when, mm-hmm. um, you know, no one likes pain. No one likes all those things. So like, I guess yeah. it's just like, I am a very empathetic person. And so I can feel the other people's pain too much. And so it makes me really sad. And I've always cared about other people not feeling that pain. So I I would say probably earlier on, it's just like I cared about a lot of people. And so I put their needs before my needs a lot. And so then that became a habit. And sometimes that's a problem because we're living in a world, in a society. society. (laughs) Exactly, Laser. We live in a society. Um, But that's why, I think that's why. I, I just like, I'd rather me be inconvenienced or like me, have to deal with something then someone else have to do the same thing because one i think i'll handle it better like in terms of i think i can handle myself when it comes to dealing with inconveniences and not losing my temper or not going crazy or not being super upset over stupid things um but two i just think that ultimately if you can prevent other people from having to deal with like pain or things like that in your life like even if you're not where you want to be in life or even if you're not doing like something that you want to be doing at the time you're helping people in the smallest ways and sometimes that's the biggest thing so i like to think that keeps me uh-huh. productive as a human no matter what i'm doing fuck yeah it's really nice matt you're a good person i love you hell oh, yeah thanks guys i love you too keon oh no fuck off i don't uh, that's understandable whatever. yeah actually you know what <laughs> fuck you keon yeah, jesus hashtag no, i fuck love you keon. guys but Hashtag fuck yeah. Keon. Hashtag <laughs> I'd fuck them both. That's hashtag still my favorite hashtag. It, it's it's the best one. I need to see it from people, please. Somebody hashtag <laughs> it. Hashtag at our Twitter. We never get people mentioning us on Twitter. We, we're on Twitter, by the way. We're on Twitter? <laughs> we exist. I post Twitter, on Twitter. I barely know her. And that's going to be the end of why <laughs> No one liked Fushigi Bandy Balls. No one liked my tweet. Aw, buddy. Aww. All right. So, <laughs> Matt, I love you. And, uh... Thanks for listening to Why a Podcast. I'm Laser Ellery. I'm Matthew Slaza. <laughs> and I'm a manly man. Oh, now you know <laughs> back. why. Hey, want to have a flex off, Keon, since you're so manly? Yeah, do it. Let's right, do let's it. Let's go. Yeah. Look at this universe, Simmons, man. <laughs>